Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Volume. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome, man. It is, uh, what is it? January 9th. 2024. Wow, that's kind of crazy. January 9th. This is a uh, 12 years after I was a member of a team that lost a national championship 21 to 0. 12 years today, we now welcome in a newly crowned national champion and a good looking one at that. My God. Aaron's good looking, but the man in between us has more masculinity. <laughs> that's Jake Butt right there. Um, uh, let me check my uh, mic settings right quick. Hey, Jake, thank you for joining us. Aaron, take it away. Yeah, T-Bob, please fix the mics. Jake, how are we feeling today? I mean, are we, are we, are we exhausted? We look a little tired. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Exhausted for, for sure. It's a long... I realize, like, I, you just get in it, you know? You get in that battle rhythm, and it's like the pressure building towards the end mm-hmm. of the season, and I'm, you know, bouncing around, and... Uh, it was worth it, man. But yes, I'm I'm ready. We we'll, we'll we'll make our rounds. We'll hang out with you guys. We'll hang out with some uh, some of the friends in the media space. And then uh, it's my bachelor party this weekend, so oh, I had a golly. lot riding on that game last night, man. All the boys were real Whoa. hopeful mm. that you know we could celebrate extra an extra special weekend. And thankfully, Michigan pulled it home. Uh, bachelor party this weekend after a natty on Monday. Absolutely. Dangerous. Mm. Has happened. Mm. Oh my God. The vibes are impossibly high. Um, and, and really Jake, it's got to feel very validating because it was a national championship that, that I would describe as undisputed, right? Like, like clearly Michigan was the best team all year long. Oh yeah, and that it, it, you're exactly right, T. Bob. I mean, that game certainly had uh, some drama to it, right? I mean, gosh, Michigan had how many opportunities? I mean, the way they opened the game, it's like they're going to roll to a victory. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, they kind of did, but they also didn't. There were so many opportunities in that game for them to just seize complete control, and they it you know just kept hanging around. They just couldn't quite score. But Michigan's defense, man, lights out. Oh my gosh. What an absolute performance. It was seriously poetic Mm -hmm. for them to end the season winning the national title by playing defense and having a dominant run game. Where where were the nerves heading into the game? Because this new era of football, I think it was was hard for people to comprehend of, can a a team of that style of football match up with an elite quarterback and elite receivers? Because we've kind of seen like that 
that model worked for, for, for quite some time now. Like, like where was your confidence level walking into the stadium last night? You know, I, I actually, I felt real, really at peace. And I just, I, I wasn't all too nervous going into the game. And I, I was, de- I felt real confident. The main thing I was is, is just when I was talking to the guys out here at media days, with the big 10 network is I was just confident that I felt they were going to play their best game. Like I, I, I just look into the eyes of Blake Corum and I'm like, man, you will not be denied. I could just yeah. tell looking at Mikey Sainer still like there. Why would I ever doubt these guys? They've proven time and time again, why no one should doubt them and if, mm-hmm. shouldn't doubt them. Right. And then even Donovan Edwards, man, how about that guy? Like yeah. we're, all season we've, we've even been talking about it. Like, man, Don, where, where's the Don at? And when you needed him most, he showed up. I mean, it wasn't, it probably wasn't their best team game all year, but maybe their best defensive performance, Blake Corum, maybe his best game, maybe the best rushing performance. So, uh, man, it was it was awesome. No, and in, in, in the end, um, while still technically Michigan does uh, affirm the blue chip ratio uh, because I think they're right at that 50% cutoff, this is still a championship team that feels like more of a team uh, I keep going back to this where the whole is greater than the sum of its parts than we've seen in a while. And it, it's all the elements we called them yesterday. We said one word to describe Michigan. We said complete. There are no weaknesses, right? It was just a matter of could that defense uh, up, you know, hold up in, in face of the Washington offense. And they did that. And then some, because as you're alluding to Jake, like, even though it looked like Michigan was going to roll early on, the Washington defense did their job. If you would have told me that the Washington defense would have held Michigan to 27, I would have thought that was enough for mm-hmm. Washington to win. And I know how how do you interpret Michael Penix's play? Because we had some light debate on last night's reaction show as to was Penix off and he just didn't have that night or what did Michigan like did Michigan force him to be off? Was there unforced errors or forced errors out of that Washington offense last night? Yeah, it wasn't uh, a little bit of both. It, it definitely wasn't his best game. That dude was in the injury tent. I mean, the one of my biggest takeaways is, you know, we talked about, hey, is Michigan going to be able to get pressure behind that Joe Moore Award offensive line? Dude, Penix was beat up. And, and I yeah. gave him a lot of credit because, you know, there were some shots of him kind of limping back to the locker room. He was in and out of the medical tent. I mean, he was beat up and took shots that he hadn't seen all year. And um, that just, it just further confirmed the belief I had of how elite that Michigan defensive line is, particularly on the inside. But, I mean, you think about it, man. They, they hit a double move down their sideline that looked like that was going to be a gut-wrenching play for Michigan fans and looked like Washington may make this game even more interesting. And it's a holding, and it gets brought back, right? There was that fourth down earlier in the game where it's a blown coverage by Will Johnson. Roman yeah wide open. Penix doesn't miss those throws. That one, mm-hmm. right? So there's just these small little examples. As we say, football's a game of inches that if they bounce in Washington's favor, it's a different game. But uh, I, I give more credit to Michigan's defense than I than I do to say well, uh, Penix played a bad game. Well, and, and I want to go to Michigan's offensive line. Like that was the big, that was kind of the funny thing heading into the game was you had Washington, Joe Moore winning offensive line versus the, the previous back-to-back champs of that award. And and I saw a video from Danny Cannell. I think Danny was at the game on the sideline pregame, and watching the the, the Michigan offense linemen go through their warmups, they look like grown men. I mean, like like six five, six six, three twenty, yeah. just absolute monsters. And they played like that. Like, did the Joe Moore committee give it to the wrong offense line again this year? No, they didn't give it to the wrong offensive line. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to play those games. But but here's the thing: Do you think Michigan probably had that conversation? And oh, they like, did. Yeah. right. We we know how we use those things to our advantage. So um, that 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 team is that that offensive line led by Sharon Moore, and and, and for them to have that performance without. Zach Sinter. I mean, they just, they're nameless, faceless, man. They're just one unit. Uh, It it was, it was a beautiful sight. Those holes early in the game. I mean, you could have driven a bus through those holes and I was glad that the ball was in Donovan Edwards hands, man, to show you he's got that top end elite speed. Yeah. The craziest that I saw Jake uh, in, in route to Michigan, averaging 12 yards of care for the first half. At one point they had over 170 yards on the ground with 154 before contact mm. or contact. Um, let's talk about uh, Harbaugh. 
Obviously, this is a fascinating kind of uh, culmination of a nine-year journey. Um, he shows up at Michigan, a program down in the dumps, immediately turns it around, but then has some steps back, flirts with the playoffs, doesn't quite make it, then has the two and four 2020 where it looks like everybody's ready to move on, but both parties bet on each other, stick with each other, and incremental improvements, right? I think it was like 12 and two, 12 and one, now 15 and 0. Mm. You played for Harbaugh. You know this man. What does before we talk about anything for the future? What has been your personal experience with this coach, and what does he mean to Michigan? Hey, thank God the emotional fan isn't the one that makes the final decisions, man. Right? Because if if they're the the narrative after that COVID year, a lot of Michigan fans wanted him gone. I, yeah, you know, man. this is a great to reflect and say, remind yourself because tough times will surely come at some point again in the future. Remind yourself, you know, of this, mm -hmm. this example, I'm just happy for him, man. It's, it's undeniable. He's one of the best coaches, not just in college football, not just football in general and all of sports, man. He's won everywhere he's been the context of what he inherited, you know, 2014, the year before he got here was my sophomore year. We were five and seven. We were yeah. at home for Christmas. We didn't even make a bowl game. Mm. We're, we're not talking about a national title or uh, competing for. We were talking. We did not even make a bowl game. And he immediately turned us around around to back-to-back 10-win -back seasons. And then how often do we see this? What ends up happening? It happened with uh, Nebraska. It happened with Wisconsin, just to give two Big Ten examples. You know, teams where you're banging your head against the ceiling. And clearly for Coach Harbaugh, it's like, hey, can you get over the hump? Can you beat Ohio State? Can you win a conference title? Can you then win a national title? And that that COVID year, they took a big, big step back. I mean, the Michigan yeah. State game, I remember watching that on TV. Of course, eerie because there's no fans in the stands. And in Mel Tucker's first year, Michigan got yeah. ran off the field. And it, it was shocking. And it was painful as an alum to watch. And there's the fork in the road where a lot of Michigan fans said, that's it. Time to move on. Time to start over. And for Jim, he almost took a trust fall. They entered that 2021 season unranked. It was Cade McNamara as their quarterback. They had a 0.1% chance of winning the conference title. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, yeah, he's good. But is he? How, how much of a difference maker can he be? And it was like literally like a rebound, man. He went mm -hmm. younger with his staff. It was like a vertical climb, like a rocket ship. From the beginning of that 2021 season to where we are now, and and you just give a lot of credit for him, man. He's genuine. He's he's always the same guy every day, every day of the week, man. No matter the situation, um, and, and talk about vindication, man. He went to the Super Bowl and lost. Right, he's mm -hmm. been there. That is such a painful, painful experience. This was the one he wanted. Happy for him to get it done. Uh, real quick, Jake, because I know you have to go. We got to ask you: Do you think he's gone? I'm sorry, Aaron, to jump in. Oh, yeah. Do 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 we think he's gone? Gosh, I I I <laughs> I've wrestled with this man so much. I I the most I don't think anyone really knows inside the mind of Coach Harbaugh. Um, but at this point, if I had to bet, it seems like he's you know he's leaving. And I just want to say thanks to Coach Harbaugh for for mm -hmm. what he did for me as a player, and thanks for what if that is the case. Thanks for what he did for the program. Um, just, you know, what he's done for my family, the joy we've got to watch his team compete. Uh, you know, he deserves the right to do whatever's best for him. I thought Ward Manuel handled the press conferences phenomenally well. I mean, you can't, you can't handle it better than what Ward and President Santa Ono have. They've definitely give Jim everything, every reason to come back. If he chooses to walk and go pursue an NFL career and try to win a Super Bowl, I'll be rooting for him there. Who's Next, is it on staff if he does move on? Who's who's kind of your gut leading towards? It seems. I mean, it seems like because of what Sharon Moore has done this year, mm -hmm. like that's an easy plug and play. Uh, you know what he did in that Ohio State game. Like if you didn't, if you just just show, woke up from a coma and you didn't know who was the head coach, you would have thought it was Coach Harbaugh. The decisions that got made there. I mean, I know this sounds crazy. If not Sharon Moore, I'd be looking at Kalen DeBoer. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. seriously, I would be looking yeah. at Kalen oh, wow. DeBoer. I mean, what he's done, I, I'd be, you know, I think he's making like four or five million at Washington right now. I mean, you could you could give him a nice, healthy pay increase um, and feel good. It's a similar brand, so he, he'd be another another name I'd watch out for. Jake, thank you so much, man. I know you got a crazy busy day. Where are you going on the bachelor party? 
I'm going to North Carolina, man. I'm going to play paintball. I'm going to do a spell. So here's 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 what it is. Thursday night, we're going to do a spelling bee. Friday morning, we're going to do paintball. Saturday, we're going to go for a hike, and then we're watching ball all day on Saturday. So <laughs> something about this feels misleading. I get it. Does your yeah, that's what's going to happen. We'll keep I your agree. secret. We'll keep your secret. I agree. I would actually love to play paintball it's again, a, honestly. I haven't played in fucking years. It's hey, smart fun. to publicly say that. Just yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. Very smart. I wanted to play paintball just because it's all my college roommates. And it's like, dude, there was nothing better than playing a football game and getting bruised up and being sore and like the adrenaline's wearing off and you can pour up a glass of bourbon sitting around the fire. So I will give you guys that, you know, we'll get bruised up playing paintball and then we'll enjoy suburban. We are going to have a spelling bee, but there's going to be ramifications. If you misspell a word, uh, I'm sure you guys can assume. Right, that you right. got to be the only fucking badger party I've ever heard of having a pre-planned spelling bee. Uh, are you like a good speller? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, G O O D B Y E to our good friend, Jake, but we love you. Have a great day. Uh, thank you for joining us. Dude. Thanks guys. Um, <clears throat> spelling bee. Is that what y'all did on your? Was, is that what y'all no. did on your t- bachelor party, Aaron? I was not technically really allowed on a bachelor party for for some activities that happened on a previous bachelor party that I went on with some buddies in New Orleans. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you were not allowed to have your no, own no, bachelor it, party. It wasn't that I wasn't allowed. I chose not after everything that happened years before. Smart, smart. It was was smart. like I probably should just like not not to have a bachelor party. I took all my boys. We went golfing the day before. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of this kind of goes on like, what age are you having the bachelor party? Right. I mean, early twenties, you're generally going to be pretty degenerate. Um, like my little brother's, uh, 30, right. And he's about to have his, and I think we're kind of doing the same thing, right. Mm -hmm. Hanging out at the lake, some fishing, cooking. We will not be waking up after a night in Mons Venus having emptied out the entirety of the money we've made in the world at that time (laughs) and being very excited to go back that night only to find when you opened your wallet that you somehow spent every single dollar that was Mm -hmm. in there and you don't remember a single thing. A bowl trip to, to the Outback Bowl junior year, senior, sophomore year, one of the sophomore year, many sophomore year, we went to Mons. And obviously I'm the host because I'm I'm from Tampa. So I'm taking like all the boys out. We're going to Mons. Yeah. And the amount of money that was on that floor was incredible. <laughs> the funny thing is we all got like 800 bucks for the trip. The per diem. You all got 800 per diem? But Why? The, guys thought, the guys thought that there's, there was a significant amount of guys that thought that was like a nightly per diem, not like a whole trip per diem. Oh, no. So they'd go to like our, our, our you know, head guys like, hey. I spent my $800 last <laughs> night at Mons. I need another $800 tonight. They're like, that was all you get for the trip, bud. Uh, Sorry about it. Yeah. I mean, that was just like a rite of passage was yes. taking all the per diem you got at the beginning of bowl week and immediately going and spending it at a gentleman's club. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never forget that one bachelor party in Tampa, though, because I woke up thinking, because again, I like really emptied out my bank account. Damn. And I woke up thinking like, I fell in love. Like, hell yeah. I've got, I was like, I've got so much money left over for tonight. It's going to be awesome. And I crack my wallet and it was like a cartoon where there's like dust that puffs out and spider webs are being Mm -hmm. spun. And there was not a single dollar. And unfortunately I had no memory of what I even spent it on Mm -hmm. the night before. Mm -hmm. Here's the only weird thing about Tampa, about Tampa strip clubs. And it's a sign of the American hang up on the female nipple that I don't understand. If you show nipple, you can't buy alcohol at the mm-hmm. establishment. Mm-mm. But if you wear pasties, then you can. That's absurd. Like, that's so weird that we've developed in as a society that we ever reached that point. But whatever. Mm-hmm. It's neither here nor there. They let, oh, yeah, I mean, they let you BYOB. They do let you BYOB, which is kind of interesting yeah. and cool in its own right. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I obviously still enjoyed it as well. Again, it took me a long time to financially recover. I remember the first time I went in high school and I got home. Mons Venus in high school? Yeah, we snuck in. Like those, are 16, some deep, those are some deep waters to be swimming in, my friend. Yeah. I remember I fell in love. And my mom was like, well, if you, if you just said make sure like she needs to stop her, her nightly job if you're going to fall in love with her. I'm like, oh, that's... Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> 
We have to unpack this. You have such an honest and open dialogue with your mother that she knew. I think she somehow found out. You had gone I'm- to Mons Venus and fallen in love with a dancer? Yes. There's that's no, I think that's actually really commendable. Like that's like mm-hmm. a super cool mom. That's a healthy mother-son relationship that is just so far outside of what I think the vast majority of, of kind of dialogues are between the two parties. Wow. This was so she getting literally said, mind. So she, getting literally, she literally said like, if you, if you, you know, start seeing her, I, I hope she would stop her, 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 her nightly job. <laughs> uh, was it a mutual falling in love or was no, this a classic? No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, this was yeah, a yeah. classic 16 year old, 17 year old. Yeah. And she was probably 20. Wow. You know, mm. wow. Uh, Greg's mom with the all caps, what says my what was in T Bob voice? Okay, let me get to you. What? There you go. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, all right. I, I saw some comments earlier that I wanted to get to, uh, basically from Miranda, and there was, there was somebody else in here that I wanted to highlight, but just like, I, I don't know, man. Uh, like, Sarah P. Uh, well, I agree with this too. Sarah P. Crocker says Jim Harbaugh is the weird Al Yankovic college football. I love it. I know I love his kind of quirkiness mm-hmm. as well. He's he's like a much more effective Les Miles. Um, and it seems like his players maybe like him a bit more than Les did back in the day. Uh, is this true? Jewish moms are way cooler than regular moms. I feel like I there is so. a little bit of that in pop culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like there is a little bit of that, like a little more honest, mm-hmm. a little more accepting. Um, but not She's definitely accepting. I'm not Jewish, so I don't know. We put my mom through the ringer with some shit. So, yeah, I mean, you are a family of fuckboys, right? Yeah, we are. Like, this I is mean, very true. there's very true. there's a lot of names to y'all's. Uh, there's a lot of names on y'all's belt, I guess, if you will. <laughs> um. Anyway, back to football. One thing that I don't like that I run into today. Mm. Is and I'm not as angry about it as I was last night when I went off the rails and got a bit triggered because I've been mm. drinking bourbon. But um, I just I don't love how we treat national championships and whatnot in college football. It's the only sport where like immediately when the game ends, we're like, no, oh, this team would have beat that team. And I don't know, they weren't together. Like, we just ignore yeah. everything that happens on the field. We don't do it in the NFL, we don't do it in baseball, and shit happens there too. Right, like no, oh, no, 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 because those leagues, no, because there are set criteria for those leagues of you win your division, you're in, then you continue to win, you win a championship. There's set criteria. There is, they, no, it isn't. It is. It is. There's a criteria, but it's up to a group of, of of committee members to decide who gets to go and move on to the championship. Yeah, and outside of FSU, um, and who Georgia. has reason to bitch? Why Georgia? Georgia? I'm just saying that Georgia has, if you ask the average Georgia fan, you went off on it last night. It's true. The average Georgia fan truly believes that Georgia was the best team in college football and would have won a championship if they had been in the playoffs. But why? You lost to Alabama, who wasn't that good. I, I'm with in you. Atlanta. I'm the it was different, a home game. But this is, but this is it because there, there's this crazy world in which a 12 and one team or a 13 and 0 team can't compete for a championship where in major league baseball or the NFL or Michigan would have fucked up Georgia. Do you know what Michigan's mm, defense would have done to Carson Beck mm, and Lad Mahonky? Are you fucking kidding me? mm, Yes. Yes. You think Michigan's offense would have scored against Georgia? Yes, absolutely, Mm. dude. A hundred percent. They scored against Alabama when it mattered most. They went 80 yards. What are you talking about? Georgia was great because they're great compared to a regular team. Georgia was not some I'm just kidding, but I'm force. No, I get I get it. I'm, I'm 100% Georgia was not consistent the entire year. Neither was Michigan for, for the second half of the season. Georgia was very consistent. Injuries, everything else. But like they, they, they did not win the game that you and I both believe. Like you went, I'm with you. You beat Alabama, you're in. The, the SC Championship game turned into because of the way that the year looked and the way that other teams were playing and, and, and the teams are going to get in, it turned into essentially the first round of the playoffs. That's all it was. It was a first round playoff game. But that is the difference of why these conversations will continue to be had is because there isn't this set criteria of, hey, you're, if, you're, if your win-loss record isn't with the top eight of, of your division or your conference, then you move on to the playoff. It is, hey, we're going to sit down as a committee and we're going to pick the four teams that we think are going to give us the best product on the field. That's the difference. I, and that's yeah. why, and that's why I we think, have this post 
national championship debate of, oh, if Florida State was in. Hell, I'm in a meeting right now with a Florida State buddy who's saying, you know, that's some BS. Florida State could have won this game and that game. Those teams didn't even look good. Like, we, you know, we definitely got shafted. Like, I mean, I think FSU could have played. Uh, I thought it was easy to play with all of them. Yeah, I think FSU could have played with them. I think they could have played with Michigan just as well as Alabama did. Yeah. Um, I just think it's so flawed. I mean, y'all lost to a two-loss Alabama team that should have been a three-loss Alabama team, and yet Georgia fans think that they were just the best. Like, that makes no sense to me. I don't know. Joseph uh, Liberico says, Go Blue. Feel bad for those kids in Washington. As a fan, I know what it's like to see the kids you love be disappointed. Yeah, man. We talked about it last night. It's it's why championship games are so awesome. It's why the John Williams score that they have made for the game is so poignant is because it is truly the thrill of victory and mm-hmm. the agony of defeat. It's 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 just um and I've been on both sides of it. And it's why you compete though, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't feel so good without the threat of feeling so bad. Yep. And if you talk to these Michigan players, one thing they keep going back to is the pain of last year, right? Mm-hmm. And how they were forged by that pain, by blowing it against TCU, not putting their best foot forward, and then having to deal with the consequences over the uh, entirety of the offseason. And so while you empathize and you hurt for the people who lose, you also have to recognize that without that pain, there can be there, there can't be the extreme joy of those who win. And and it's like everything else in life, it's it's the duality of man and it's wonderful and beautiful and heartbreaking. It's, it's sweet and awful, it's but the sweetness it's of it, it, yeah. it makes the it makes the winning even sweeter. I mean, for a team that that had had, had gone to the very top of the mountain, or almost the top of the mountain, the past two seasons have have you know tasted the success of winning your conference and beating Ohio State, you know, back to back years and and then kind of shitting the bed in the first round of the playoffs, like they they and that was kind of the statement this offseason. Like those guys, Corum and 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 a bunch of others on both sides of the football, like, hey, we're coming back for a mission. Yeah. We're coming back to win a championship and 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 implementing the periods. Like that was a big question you and I had last week too of, of you implemented these offseason programs or or periods during practice, the beat Ohio State, the mm-hmm. the beat Georgia, Alabama, beat SEC, essentially, we'll call it that. But 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 did you set your goals high enough? And I think that question was answered. That was a very focused team. That was a very determined team. And that was a team with a shitload of energy in the tank that knew what they came out to do. Yeah. And that was just kick everyone's ass, be the big bully. And and they were that. They were the big bully that Alabama's been for a decade, that Georgia's been for the past couple of years, that Michigan had been striving to get to. But that was their goal. We're going to build an NFL team that is going to bully the shit out of you. And uh, and they finally reached that that point this year. And in their completeness, I do think that they were they they were an especially bad matchup for Washington. Like I also reject this notion that Washington would have lost to UJ or lost to Alabama or lost to whoever you want to say they would have. And we don't even need to play with the law of transitive sports properties. I just reject that because every other team had a weakness to be exploited. Uh, Michigan just had some things that were less good than others. And yep. specifically when it came to how Michigan and Washington matched up, well, it didn't matter that Michigan doesn't necessarily have the most dangerous weapons because they didn't need them mm-hmm. because they could just dominate on the ground and take advantage in a more old school style. So I, I think this is, uh, well, it wasn't the most exciting game. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the most exciting. Certainly. I think this is a very satisfactory, ch- satisfactory, yeah, satisfactory. Well, it was camp. a very satisfactory season. I would, yes. say, I would lean more towards season than game. I think if you, no, not game. No, no, you, I know. I'm talking about the champion, though. I'm talking about just like being a the yeah, great, champion. the unquestioned champion of college football. I think they were clearly the best team, and and are and are uh, well to satisfactory. Why is this not making sense? Anyways, satis- satisfying. Fuck, a very satisfying champion. I don't know Jeez. why that was wasn't working. Um, I don't know. I thought it yeah. was working just fine, but you. Did and you're right. The season level. was awesome. And the, the season the semifinals was awesome. Were awesome. I think the season was awesome. The semifinals were awesome. I think we we had this fairy tale thought of the, this this incredible matchup where you know Michael Penix throws for four touchdowns and Blake Corum rushes for three and it's you know thirty four to thirty four and Penix has the football with a minute to go and he drives it down the field and kicks a field goal and you know this is the perfect fairy tale to 
to end the Pac-12 and the the, the 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 ending of this four-team playoff era and what an incredible season. We had a team like Washington that won at the end, and you know, we didn't get that. We got a, a game that I thought you you eloquently said last night was teetering on yeah. the brink of turning into that or turning into what I would somewhat consider a, a somewhat of a blowout and then a really dominant game in which you know Washington had the ball 13 times when they got 13 points. That is yeah. an absolute ass kicking is that right domination possessions 13 possessions dude washington's defense did their job man yeah you know they gave them all that that's crazy they gave them all the opportunity Mm -hmm. the the michigan defense is the is the the mvp to me then the whole defense because you saw everybody show up all the big names made plays johnson sandra still everybody it was um yeah well done i mean look at the time of possession i mean washington won the time of possession who would have thought that would have happened? Washington, 30, over 30 minutes of possession. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much even. 30-44 to 29-16. I mean. Um, so here's a question that I, I I I don't. I know how I feel on it. T-Bob's father says, hello, Dad. Um, was this the true one and two in Snap's eyes? Who else might have been better than Washington? I feel so firmly that this was the true one and two in the entire country. Um, again, I think that we got, to, we, we got, we got to the game that, that should have happened. 100%. Well, yes. And, and I just think that unfortunately, uh, what, what do, what do people always say when we're using boxing analogies to describe football styles, make fight mm-hmm. unfortunately. And, and this is using the benefit of hindsight. Cause I didn't think this going in. Unfortunately, uh, again, I just think that Michigan is particularly well suited to countering Washington. Mm-hmm. Whereas other teams that you feel or some would try to argue are better than Washington, um, well, let's, not let's, get the, let's get the Georgia example for a second. Like, uh, why, why was Michigan so good last night, and why was Michigan's defense so successful? Because what we talked about like the goals of how do you stop how do you stop an offense like Washington? Can you play a little bit more zone? Can you play a little bit more two eye and still put pressure on Penix? Yeah, they did that last night. What other defensive line could do that? Again? Penix yet have the secondary to still even be able to slow down like Texas yeah. didn't have that. No, I don't know if Georgia. I don't think Georgia has, has the pass line. rush. I think they got this. No, Georgia has the pass rush. Pass rush. Yes, Georgia does it. Like everyone had one or the other. And Georgia's it's like Alabama might have had a defense that could have done better, but then the Alabama offense doesn't represent such a threat, yeah. so it's lower scoring on that side of the ball. So it was, yeah, it's just it's it's. Complete. We said it yesterday. Complete. 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 It is so complete. complete. It is and a complete it, defense. I would. I wouldn't say it's a. It's, it's a complete defense. I think it's a a really good offense. So, yeah, I, no, I mean, I, but that counts as complete. I think in the context that I'm it, using it, it in. I'm not saying complete you, everywhere. It it, it, it it play. It is complete, and in, in the sense of, it is a very complimentary offense, because they know that their defense is 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 that good. And is is that suffocating? That if we can eat up the clock, and that defense is 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 rested and energized, and the team is put into a situation where they're having to throw the football, that's when we can eat. I mean, it is very. It may not be explosive, and it might, might, might be sexy, but it is the perfect complementary football to 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 accomplish what they want to accomplish, and that's play great defense. Like that's how Hardball's built this team. Yeah. It's an NFL football team. It is an NFL football team. I feel like you keep throwing rested out there with a little. Hmm. Is there something behind that? You keep saying rested when it comes to the Michigan defense. What are you trying to say? Am I misdrusky? What do you mean by that? I'm not saying anything. You're not I think, taking, it's a good, I think it's a goal. Like you're not taking a schedule shot like that, at all. That in is there. always a goal. I'm not taking a schedule shot at all. Because I'm going to say, was the Big Ten good this year? No, no. But not still, you say rested. But, but, but Michigan, you could tell. But you and I have talked about like Michigan has looked like the best team this season for the majority of the season. Yeah, and then obviously they won that championship, so they deserved it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. The, okay, I'm just I, making sure because I'm. I'm, I'm off the time. cheating. I'm off the schedule. Nonsense. No, no, no. Yes, no, no. I agree. Don't, also, don't, like don't put words in my mouth. I, I don't think you get. Well, I'm just making sure because that's maybe how it sounds to some of our listeners. So I'm just getting out on the table. Um, yeah, I mean, because look, I think Michigan's beginning schedule is a fucking joke, obviously. Yeah. But the 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 finish was strong. Like even Maryland's a pretty good team, right? Like, and, and so the finish down the stretch, the wins were strong, and they were back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I, I kind of tend to agree with Craig. You can interpret it however you want, but that wasn't Penix choking. Uh, Greg Lamont says he was the best, that was the best defense he's seen all year, and they shut him down. Yeah, no, I mean Penix should have played. Just, it was a, it was, it was, it was a good. It was more. Once again, I said last night, Michigan won the game more so than Washington lost the game. Obviously, they kicked their ass, but that was that was far from the best we've seen Penix play football. Also, Georgia fans with the schedule talk, just glass houses, just glass yes. houses, man. That's all I'm saying. Now, look, next year, everybody's got a good schedule, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Was this the last undefeated team but we'll see for, for quite some time, you think? I mean, you look at the Big Ten schedule, you look at the SEC schedules, then you look at it, you know, going through a 12-team playoff. Like, when's the next, like... Not saying it's never going to happen again, but we've had two in the past two years back to back seasons of undefeated national champs. Georgia last year, 15 to 0, Michigan undefeated this year. I think that's that is going to be a rarity. And this trophy in my face is just, I mean, I'm having to keep moving over. It's just not the only, um, no, that looks fine. Stop I'm kidding. It. I'm kidding, PG. Sorry. Um, no, the only thing I would say is that college football does tend to have a dominant force more often than not. So while I understand the logic behind, is this the last undefeated team we'll see? Well, no, I think we all agree. There will certainly be, there will be another one. It's not like it'll never be again. Now, will it be more often? Like what will happen more often? Mm -mm. Yeah. I feel like it'll be the exception, not the rule, right? Maybe yep. one in like five years, mm-hmm. you get an undefeated team. Well, it's not right. only just the scheduling too, but it, it's, it's, it's the parody in college football. I mean, what made this season yeah. so great? Yeah. I mean, you, 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 we saw more parody and more teams have success because they're able to get the backups of the big boys to come to their universities. The big boys didn't have the depth that they're used to. And uh, it, it got harder to, to, to win later on the season when you start to lose some of that depth. So, I think that's only going to continue like that. This is just the beginning of this of equality starting to shape the, the, the landscape of what college football looks like a little bit more. Yeah. Look, if you like, um, if you're enjoying the show, please hit the like button. If you like the show, that'd be great. Uh, let's get into more talk about next year, right after you hear from our friends, DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs is bringing you an offer. That'll make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet just five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So you're an Eagles fan. You think your boys are going to turn it around and play up time. You can bet on them. Okay. Or, you know, probably not because they probably won't. Either way, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TBOB. New customers bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBOB, T-B-O-B. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, are pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. 
Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back. Um, all right, let's talk next year. Um, article dropped on ESPN. The odds on betting favorite, shout out DraftKings, to win the national championship next year, the Georgia Bulldogs. I think it was like 17 to 4. Oh, I have it right here. Uh 17 to 4. Alabama at 6 to 1. Ohio State 8 to 1. Michigan and Texas both at 9 to mm. 1. Those are all your single digit odds there. Um right or wrong for UGA to be the betting favorite. I mean, they should be up there in the conversation, obviously. Uh, I mean, there, there, there's some holes to, that, that need to be filled and figured out. Uh, but do they have the personnel? Is Kirby recruited to to put together a championship team? Like, sure, 100%. And then you return Carson Beck, you would anticipate year two as a starter to elevate himself to the reason why he came back. He views himself as a potential number one pick in the NFL draft next year. And I think a lot of us that know the quarterback position anticipate if he has a better season next year that he will be in that conversation. So you have a top five NFL quarterback on your roster. Um, you got good depth at all the positions on, on both sides of the football. Yeah, 100% they should be in the conversation. I think Michigan should also be in the conversation, but I think, to me, I think there's a couple of question marks. Like one... Who all is Michigan know, losing, though? I feel like they're losing a lot. I don't know that because decent, I don't know the I think roster well There's a lot now. of people thinking that J.J.'s leaving, too, but J.J.'s not leaving. No, I think like J.J.'s staying. Like, oh, I think JJ stays. But like, like Sandra's still gone, right? Uh, yeah, Corum's gone. I mean, they're losing a decent amount, but I think they've done a great job of, of building on both sides of the football. They're losing football, the corner who, for some reason, I keep wanting to sure. call um, fucking Lane Johnson, even though it's not. I think I actually did it earlier in the show uh, as well. So, yeah, I guess. And then if you lose Jim Harbaugh, uh, Will John, sorry. If you lose Jim Harbaugh, like, I just can't. I can't give you the bit of the doubt that make no. you the favorite for the national championship. Um, so Alabama. yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I said this. I said this the entire season. Like Alabama, to me, this was their rebuilding year. They exceeded my expectations. Oh, Will's coming. I back. thought this was sorry. I thought this was a year that Alabama developed all that young talent. Let's not forget Alabama had the number one recruiting class in the country a year ago. Like they, they think set the record for like highest ranked class of all time. Those guys, another year in. You get Jalen, obviously, more comfortable if he's going to be your guy next year. Uh, Weird questions I think, I think, around Jalen right now, though, dude. The Alabama fans have turned more on the fans. Hard. I think that's that's the that's a similar to what you just about with Jake, but you don't let fans dictate what goes on in your program. I think Alabama next year is, is 
is that's to me, that was the year they're building towards. I think 2024 could be back to Nick Saban kind of uh, flexing a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is interesting because we keep talking about the democratization of college football and all this stuff, but in the end, the song kind of remains the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you nailed it. Georgia should absolutely be the favorite. Alabama should be the second favorite. That's where it gets interesting. This is Ohio State 8-1. to one. I don't see that. I mean, no quarterback. We keep talking about Ryan Day stuck. Well, they got Will Howard. They got Will Howard, but Will Howard lost his job. Did, I, did I miss something? Is Will Howard like awesome? Why do people keep telling me, well, they got Will Howard? Uh-huh. Like... He looks good. What is a name in which we recognize? Like, he, I don't know. He, he's had some good moments, and now he's going to go to to Ryan Day's I school can't of name quarterback. A single Will Howard moment. But I don't know. I, uh, look, Ryan Day uh, for a long Ryan. time has been very good at developing yeah. quarterbacks. Um, Michigan nine to one again. Yes, the Harbaugh element though makes that weird. Mm-hmm. Texas nine to one. Yes. I like Viewers that. Back. Yeah. Lose some receivers though, but like Texas is recruited. Well, they'll get some kids in the portal. They'll be fine. The, the two that are kind of, I don't know what their rankings are, but Oregon with, with their quarterback transfer. They yeah. Got. I was going to say Oregon at 12 to one feels like my favorite kind of yes. longer odds play here. Mm-hmm. If I just want to throw some shekels on trying mm-hmm. to win the natty. And the old what's old miss at? Um, 14 to one. I just have way more trust in, I don't know, something about, well, more of like how it's built. I still think Ole Miss, I think they're going to be awesome. I think they'll make the 12 team playoff. I think they should. I think that should be the expectation. I still struggle. I mean, can you put together a group of mercenaries? He's done it. One win at the highest level, though, especially after what we just saw out of Michigan. That was a team forged over years. And built with Mm -hmm. culture and everybody buying in. Can you microwave that in one offseason? I think we're also getting the the, the further. And you lost Quinchon Judkins. I know. I know. I think the further along you get into this new era of college football, I think the easier it is for kids in the locker room to understand how, what the expectations are when you go somewhere new. Like this is like, you know, for, for those who play in the NFL, like there's, there's this understanding of this, like this, essentially this onboarding process of you're a free agent, you go to a new team, you get introduced, you jump right in, you get the playbook, you meet a couple of the leaders, and you're just essentially ingrained into that system, and it's go time. Yeah. The more that college football becomes like this minor league for the NFL, the more guy, more times these guys realize like this isn't taboo, this isn't weird that you know we have 15, 20 new guys on our roster that aren't you know true freshmen coming out of high school, but they're guys that are from the transfer portal that have come from different. Like these kids now are some of these guys have only known the transfer portal. We're well, but it, the, but, now. But, but the key difference is generally in those NFL situations, you've maybe had a couple of players that have been there five, six. Well, years. you're still going to have, have that guy. Look, for, look at look at Ole Miss. You're going to have a third year starting quarterback in Jackson mm-hmm. Dart. Yeah, it is all shorter timelines though. But I feel it you. Is, I feel yeah. you. Um, uh, with Master Hart, hold on a minute. Did T Bob just try to pick UJ to return to the throne? Look, I, 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 I think if we're just playing the odds, yes. What a, this was Beck's first year. That was my big doubt. Beck's first year, and he proved a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he'll grow in the way B Bean says no love for LSU. Uh, I think LSU is interesting. I love the Blake Baker hire, they got a mm-hmm. ton of positive momentum. Garrett Nussmeyer's that guy. Uh, they just feel a little less complete than a lot of the teams they name. Like I think LSU is going to be on the edge of making that 12 team playoff. Uh, and we'll see if they can push through or not. Jay frog. Thank you for the $5 super chat. All right. Uh, g- I, we got to go here in a minute. So Aaron, give me your final four. Who do you think makes it final four next season? Way too early. Way too early. You know, there's a final twelve next year, by the way. But who ends, who ends up making it to the 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 the, the last round before the championship? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, with, you know, you know what? That's a better. Uh, 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 that's better. Let's pick twelve fucking teams that are going to make what it. they're going to do let's, next year. And let's, I know, but let's do. I know, but let's. That, that'll be that's such good game. audio. Let's sit here and argue whether or not. Clemson no, I was just making sure Oklahoma's going to be the. Top I was just going to make sure that you knew that we were going to a twelve team playoff this year. Just making sure we're all on the same page here. That's all. That's all. Yeah, okay, that's uh, fair. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be missed. Four teams. Four teams. Yeah. Georgia, Bama, Oregon, 
God, I feel like I'm picking all. It's all SEC Big Ten. Yeah, uh, well, I mean that makes that makes yeah. sense. Um, Ole Miss. So I'm kind, of, but see, you know, it feels a little unrealistic for three teams from the SEC to all not meet up with one another in the playoff, right? Yeah. So if I wanted to do this, I kind of want to cheat a little bit, and I want to say two of the three out of UGA, Alabama, Texas, like yeah. one probably eliminates the other along the way, and then I'll put Oregon in. Uh, so I'm at three teams. So who are the three though? Georgia, Alabama. So Oregon? Georgia, Alabama, and Texas. I have in a three-team grouping. Two of those three. Any combination and of then the two. Have to fucking pick. No, 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 no I just didn't. I just fucking did it. My no. show. Yeah, it's my show. Stupid. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I'm gonna pick four teams and any combination of these four to get it. No, I'm not letting you do that. Yeah, shit. Fine, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and uh, so we have three. Yeah. We have three similar ones. I'm Penn State, torn. baby. I'm no Penn I'm, State. Come on, do it. No, the the the, the I, I I kind of feel in Michigan. I'm kind mm-hmm. of feeling Michigan. But then what about Will Howard? Well, you know, I don't know. No. Quinshaw, uh, too. Don't forget Quinshaw's going to Ohio State. Oh, oh, I didn't actually know that. Okay, that's yeah. pretty beast. Yeah. Um, no, I'll go Michigan. I'll go Michigan as my fourth. Why not? They've lost one game in two years. Stick with them. Um, all right. Thank you so much for today's show. Please hit the like button, y'all. Hey, we didn't even mention it yet, but 13K, the goal was at first 10 by the Natty, then it was 12.5, then it was 13, and the partners came through. Thank you so much for pushing us 13K. Thank you for being part of this journey. Uh, We're not stopping or anything. We're going throughout the offseason, obviously, and it's going to be shenanigans. we got video game plans. It's going to be great, but um, we are wrapping up the season, and as we said last night, it's been so much fun with y'all. It's the most fun thing. That we do every day. So huge thank you to Pat Gunther, Danny Cardenas, Chris Tran, Ryan Brumley, Christian Hunter, Adam Gracia, um, the homies on the Snaps team that make this all happen. And uh, yeah, chat saying that Aaron has to do the the throw off with Brooks Austin, mm. uh, which ooh that Brooks tweet's been making the rounds again. But whatever. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, we love you. Thank you so much, and we will see you. Tomorrow, for a brand new episode of Stats. The volume. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.